Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Flex Talk with Lex and the B-Man, Brian. What's going on, Brian? How are you? I am feeling great today, ready to talk about today's subject. This is a good one. So hopefully everybody who saw the title of this podcast, buckle in because we are going to bust all of those myths and all of those excuses about working out. Get ready. So instead of keeping people on the edge of their seats, what are we talking about today, Brian? Yeah, today we are going to be talking about a very special list. This is actually from fitnessvolt.com, and they listed what they believe are the 10 biggest myths or biggest excuses for people who don't want to work out. So Lex and I are going to kind of go through this list, and we're going to debunk all of these so that way you have no more excuses to go out and live your best life and be healthy and be strong. So we're excited about There's this There's no one. way people have excuses about not working out. Oh, I don't right. believe it, Brian. Right. Uh, I, I don't believe it. You know what, Lex? It happens. Some, it just so happens that people sometimes have excuses where they don't want to work out. So I think we're going to have to cover it today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's kick this off with number one. And if you've probably heard these excuses before or if you've used these excuses, why don't you go ahead and honk your horn right now or just slap <laughs> your hand on your nightstand because you know... You've said this before. Number one, I don't have time to work out. Brian, have you heard that before? Absolutely have heard this one before. This is probably one of the classic ones, especially if you have a family, if you have kids, if you have a job that keeps you pretty busy, that is going to be a common excuse. I don't have time. And the, the biggest thing we need to keep in mind with that is you need to make the time. So even if you're busy, even if you've got a crazy lifestyle, you've got kids, you've got a crazy job with hours, you can always schedule in even 30 minutes to get a workout in. And if you don't really have the 30 minutes, if you really truly look at your schedule and you can honestly say you don't have 30 minutes to work out, then something's got to go. You got to make room for it. So I don't know, maybe you're into just watching that new Game of Thrones series or you just absolutely have to watch, you know, the Big Bang Theory every night. I think that can go and I think you can take care of yourself and get in a good workout. So sometimes we need to make sacrifices. What do you think about that one, Lex? Uh, I don't have time. Yeah, it's just about prioritizing, right? Prioritizing your actually needs of what you need to do in order to make yourself happy, more fit and just overall healthier. So it's just about prioritizing those things in your life that you need to get done. It's just like a meeting at work that you just can't afford to miss. Well, you can't afford to miss working out. So yep. just prioritize it in your daily schedule and just get it done. Uh, it seems easy, but I think if you just sit down, uh, prioritize your schedule, you can always find 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Again, doing something is better than nothing. And that's always been my philosophy. And uh, I hope you guys share that. Absolutely. And by the way, if anybody honked their horn earlier when Lex told you to honk the horn, we are not responsible for any accidents or anything that were, would happen there. That's all on your own. So just wanted to throw that out there, Lex. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. We all have the same 168 hours a week. It's just about prioritizing and making fitness uh, just a, a stand in your life that's never going to change, right? We're always going to be squatting. We're always going to be lunging at some capacity in our life. Just make it happen and make it happen uh, on a daily basis. You got to get healthier and it starts with prioritizing your time. That's right. And scheduling it in is going to be really, really important. I think when you schedule it into your daily agenda or your weekly agenda, it's much, much easier to get it done because you know that you made the time for it. And I think really sitting down and making that list of things that are maybe unnecessary that you don't need to be doing. I used the example earlier, like watching the Big Bang Theory. That is something that you could just easily remove 
and you'll have much more time to get in your workout. So um, that's the first one we wanted to start with today because that is a very common one. How about we move on to number two? Yeah, number two. All right. It is, I hate this exercise or I just hate working out in general. I just hate it. Have you used that exercise, Brian? Absolutely. Excuse, rather. Absolutely. I've used it, and I'm sure a lot of people out there have used it as well. And I think the most common thing to remember with this is find something that you enjoy. Or if you really truly believe that the workout or the exercise is something that you don't enjoy, then you have to find a reason to enjoy it. Sometimes doing workouts that are difficult or hard, um, you know, in the moment it'll feel difficult and you might even feel pain from the workout, but you have to remember the benefits and the the ultimate joy that it's going to give you for going through it and that will make it more fun. So, yeah, you might hate the workout, but you know what? Find something that you do love. Find something you enjoy. Even if it's going out and playing a game like tennis or basketball or volleyball or something, that's at least working out. That's doing something that you enjoy. So you got to put a little bit of effort and time in, into finding something. What do you think about that one, Lex? I hate this exercise or workout. I just think you got to think of the feeling of how you're going to feel after you've accomplished that workout, right? Like, not everybody enjoys working out, right? Just because I work in a gym or I'm a personal trainer, that means I just love it. I'm just, I'm filled with hearts and rainbows every time I'm working out. That's just not how it goes. So I have uh, struggle with my motivation some days. Um, everybody does. It's common. You don't have to like it every day. But the thing is, you have to do it. And I think once you accomplish that, that feat of doing it, putting in that 45 minutes or putting in the 30 minutes or 15 minutes when you have kids, at the end of it, it's going to be worth it for you. You're going to feel more accomplished. You're going to feel stronger. And you know what? Nothing beats the feeling of strong. And that's what you're doing on a daily basis. You're getting stronger. So just look at the outcome of all this. Yeah, what Lex just said is great. He just said nothing beats the feeling of just feeling strong and being strong. That is really the thing to keep in mind. I couldn't agree with him any more on that. And if you really think about that, about how that's going to feel to feel strong and feel healthy, then those workouts are all of a sudden going to turn fun. Instead of hating them, you're going to love them because you know that's going to be a necessary difficulty to overcome, to press those chest presses up and do those lunges and do those squats. It's ultimately leading you to feeling healthier and better. So yeah. that's really great you brought yeah. that up. How about not being able to open a jar of Jif, right? How embarrassing. No, you have to ask somebody to help you open a can of peanut butter. It's embarrassing. So. Never have that feeling again if you've ever been stuck with having to ask somebody else to open a jar for you. So just think about that. Yeah, be stronger, and it all starts with a bottle of gym. <laughs> you know, that's the worst feeling in the world when somebody comes to me and asks me to open something, and it's like it, there's that moment of truth where you're like, I would almost rather die than not open the jar because it's going to be more embarrassing if I can't open it. So that's a terrible situation to be put in. So people, what Lex is getting at here is, be able to open the jar of peanut butter. That's yes. really what we're talking about today. Yes, number three. All right, we're moving on. Two honk of the horns for you, I'm sure, right? <laughs> number three, I am too tired to exercise. I had a long day. I don't really feel like working out. I just, I just, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. You've heard this, Brian? Absolutely. This is a very common one as well. A couple things to keep in mind. Number one, if you start exercising more and eating better, you are going to be more energetic. So, you being tired is most likely a result of you not being physically active and probably making the wrong food choices. The other thing to keep in mind too is you can do things to sleep better. There are some things that you have in your control, 
like uh, scheduling times to go to bed at night and actually making it a routine, making sure that you're not looking at your phones or looking at electronic devices at night, making sure that you're able to get to sleep at a decent hour. And I, I found just working in the industry, the people that tend to just have a routine are the people that have a better chance of sticking to a workout. And it seems like when you stick to a routine, you get your body like in that sleep mode where you kind of go to bed at the same time every night and wake up at the same time every night. So if you're too tired to exercise, I promise you that exercising will give you more energy and you won't be tired anymore. And then the second thing is just get into a routine. Try to go to bed at the same time every night. And uh, that's what I would say. What, do you, what would you say about that, Lex? A lot of great, a lot of great stuff. How about just finding out a time that works best for you. Maybe it's in the morning before you go to work, or maybe it's right after work, or maybe you're like a, a night owl. You'd like to work out a little bit later in the day. Find a time that you're going to be the most efficient with your movements, your exercises, uh, the mental clarity is there. You, you feel a little bit more peppy. You get some coffee in the morning. You do it at 5.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Maybe that works best for you. Try to experiment at different times that are going to work for you and see what works best. You never know. You might be an early riser, and your workouts might be a little bit more efficient. So maybe give that a shot. I wouldn't just say just ditch the whole idea of working out because you're too tired. Really find a time that's going to work best for you. Uh, you know, it's just about exploring and finding out what works best for you. You know, give those extra times a shot. You may not be an early riser, but hey, you might be. Try to find out. I love that. I love that. Let's go on to number four. I'm, Lex, I want you to do this one first. This is a good one. Lex, I don't have the right equipment to get in shape. If I only had a bench in my basement, if I only had a squat rack, if I only had cables, if I only had uh, barbells and dumbbells, then I'd be able to get in shape. I just don't have enough stuff to get in shape. What, what do you have to say to that? No, it's 2022, right? We all have access to the same internet, the same Amazon, the same everything else, right? You can buy a set of dumbbells, some fives, some tens, some even some twos, just to add some resistance to your routine. Uh, the, the idea here is to get you moving with a little bit of resistance. As long as you have even the slightest amount of dumbbells and the slightest amount of bands, or even if you have nothing, you think about the things that you could do body weight wise. Uh, you can change the tempo, the speed in which you do these type of movements. Uh, you can really get in a good, efficient workout in 15 minutes doing lunges, squats, some planks, and some push-ups, and some sit-ups. Uh, timing yourself, going through different intervals, and sets, and reps. Challenge yourself with those different types of uh, uh, tempos, and you can really get in a good workout. It's not about having the right piece of equipment. It's about having the right mindset to get you to where you want to be. And it all starts with you having the right mindset to do these things and do them every single day, whether you have the equipment or not. All right. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, um, I, I agree with everything you said. And I would say, even if you don't have any equipment, this is just piggybacking off what you just said. I'm a big believer that you can get in an amazing workout, even with no equipment, yep. especially if you're starting out doing things as simple as push-ups or squats, just regular air squats, body weight squats. I mean, if you haven't been lifting weights, if you haven't been working out, those things are gonna make a big impact on your body. Even if you can hang up a pull-up bar in your garage, you know, that's something simple that you can do, just going out and finding a random pipe and you know, having that constructed. Um, obviously, you wanna be safe and make sure it's constructed right, but um, you can do uh, you know, various planks and various sit-ups and crunches. So actually, here's a question for you, Lex, as a personal trainer. If somebody came to you and said, Lex, I don't have a ton of equipment. I, I basically have no equipment. 
can I actually get in shape if I just use just my body weight and I eat well and I just have myself? Can I really do it just by going outside and running and doing push-ups? Is it possible? Yes, absolutely. When somebody hasn't been active, the best thing we can do is recommend just walk. Just get up and move. Movement is key and movement is essential in order for your results. Remember, small changes add up to big results. As long as you can start small, you're going to get to where you want to be. I promise you. Just get moving, even if it's walking around the gym, even if it's walking around your house. Just keep that blood flowing, and we're going to get you to where you want to be. I love that. I love that. Let's go ahead. Let's move on to number five, which is my workout is boring. So this is a pretty typical one where people think like, man, I don't really want to go to the gym and walk on a treadmill for 45 minutes just staring straight ahead, watching a rerun of something on a TV in front of me at a gym. So I'll be honest, just describing that puts me to sleep, just hearing that. So Lex, what would you say to people who would say, listen, my workouts are boring. I'm not excited about going to do them. Thus, I don't go work out. You know, it's just trying something different. Maybe if you've been going in the gym for a while, doing your own routine, maybe it's time to get a personal trainer. They might spice up your routine a little bit and make things a little harder for you. Uh, Read up on some fitness books, uh, read up on some literature online, find out what's going to work best for you. Maybe you want to do one of those small studio classes where you're in and out in 30 minutes or in and out in 45 minutes. You got to switch it up to keep yourself interested if that's what it takes. Yeah, I agree with everything Lex just said. Find a good gym or a good personal trainer, a good studio to go to, somebody that you trust, somebody that has a good reputation that can make the workouts fun for you, give you some challenging things to do. It's really fun when you have a personal trainer that sets goals for you and sets various benchmarks for you to achieve. So instead of just going to the gym and just walking on a treadmill and staring straight ahead with no purpose, if you've got somebody that's looking after you and caring for your well-being and wants you to succeed... That's really, really fun. So I agree with Lex, finding a good gym, finding a good personal trainer. The other thing, too, is um, Lex said this earlier. There are so many good resources online. Even if you go to YouTube or bodybuilding.com or any of those websites, you can find workout programs that you can do at home. And a lot of times you can find workout programs that you can use like on YouTube where you can actually do a class with an instructor on YouTube. That's amazing. Uh, Technology has really made that much easier for us to do now. So I would also recommend that as well. Yeah, and I talked about this earlier about uh, changing the tempo, changing the pace, the sets, the repetitions. you got to switch it up every now and then. Otherwise, your body's going to hit a plateau and your body's going to get used to the same type of movements, the same type of intensity. you got to step up the weight. you got to step up the repetitions and even the rest periods. Alter those things sometimes when you feel like you've hit a roadblock. And it won't be as boring, and you might get a little bit more results that way. It might be a little bit more exciting. Good. Change up your program. Change up your routine. And don't be afraid of those changes. Is there something, like, as a personal trainer that you've done where if you have particular clients that come into your gym and let's say they are just super, super bored with working out, what might be, like, one example of something that you would do where you try to kind of make it fun, where you're trying to make it where they enjoy coming to the gym? What's something that you might try with somebody who's maybe a little timid to come work out it's more when i when you talk about fun it's more for like kids when i'm trying to do something more fun for exercise um you got to stick to the program and the routine when it comes to results with adults Um, maybe we would add a little bit of cardio circuit in the mix uh, to get their heart rate up 
the heart rate monitoring system that we have in studio works wonders when you can see the heart rate changing uh, those colors you know that they're working out more efficiently uh, you know they're burning more calories maybe set a calorie goal so they can accomplish at the end of the routine uh, something for them to work towards makes the workout a little bit more fun and I think once you set those competition, you know, little tidbits in there, it's going to help the, the, the motivation rise. Absolutely. That's really, really good. Let's keep this thing going. We are at the halfway point. Moving on to the second half, making great progress here. Hopefully everybody's enjoying the conversation. Number six, I can't afford the right supplements. So I feel like this might relate a little bit more to guys than girls, but it, it could relate to both. Uh, maybe people thinking that, okay, if I'm going to put on muscle, if I'm going to change my physique, I'm going to need to take creatine. I'm going to need to take BCAAs. I'm going to need to have some sort of like a, a mass builder shake or something like that. What do you think about that, Lex? Uh, people that say that they can't afford supplements. Is that really a good excuse? It's really an, it comes down to need of you know how it aligns with your routine and your program. Uh, for me, I only recommend protein. Um, I recommend a good fish oil and I recommend a good multivitamin for a foundation. You don't really need to mess with all that other fluff. Uh, there's different things that you would take um, for your program or for your routine. Um, it really comes down to what they actually need and what kind of results you're looking to get out of your workout routine. So I only recommend a few things uh, it comes down to um, how much the protein is and how much you can break it down in terms of how much one scoop can cost, right? If you break it down like that, if you just stop buying Starbucks for a couple weeks, you might be able to afford a good protein. You might be able to afford a good omega and a good multivitamin. So it all comes down to what's more important for you and what you need to take out of your daily life in order to afford the supplements that you need. Yeah, this kind of comes down to the example we gave earlier with like, for instance, if you watch a lot of TV at night and you claim that you don't have enough time to work out, what Lex just said is important. A Starbucks coffee is a great example that I actually always use in, in the fitness industry. Think how much you spend on a, a cup of Starbucks coffee, what that costs you if you drink one every day. But let's say you were to replace that with a good fish oil, like Lex just said, or another healthy supplement. Those supplements are going to be there to aid in your progress. They are not going to be the sole reason you succeed. You don't even technically need the supplements to succeed and get good results, but they are important and they are going to help you. So um, I thought that was really good advice you just gave, which is basically, you know, what's more important to you? Do you want to cut some things out of your budget to make some room for the supplements? If you do, I think you're going to be very happy. Yeah, I'd like to piggyback on that one a little bit. Add a, something else into that list that's not on the actual vault.com. It's not being able to afford a personal trainer or a gym. What do you think about that? Have you heard somebody saying, well, I can't afford your services or I can't afford to work out here? Have you heard that before, Brian? Oh, yeah, many times, many times. And I guess one way to look at it is, I, listen, everybody's budgets are different. Everybody has different financial situations. So I don't want this to come off the wrong way. But um, one thing that you can keep in mind is this, is I bet if you look at your budget and you really review what you spend your money on, I would guess that there's room in there that you could spend to hire a trainer or to join a gym. It's just a matter of what's most important to you. If you're the kind of person that struggles getting yourself motivated and you've had a hard time with it, then spending the money on a trainer or a gym or on a fitness professional, it's probably the most important decision that you can make when you really think about it. 
So that it's just about shifting your mindset to, wow, this is something that's necessary for me. And maybe that Starbucks coffee, maybe going to a movie and spending $15 on a movie ticket and buying a $10 popcorn every week, maybe you can get rid of that and you can spend that toward a fitness professional. What do you think? Oh, my goodness, man. I think we need to spend another whole podcast talking about <laughs> uh, people that should sign up for personal training or yep. should join a gym, and they just don't. Um, you know, I'm one of those trainers that really cares and really invested and I would hope that a lot of trainers are, but I know I can speak for myself personally when I say I'm really caring when it comes to getting people to their goals and make sure they understand the, the whole angle of fitness and what I'm trying to teach them, what I'm trying to convey and all that good stuff to make sure they understand. So I'm really focused on getting people help and it all starts with making the, the conscious decision to just go, just do it. All right, so let's go on to number seven, which is I feel unwell. And the way that I interpret this one, Lex and I were kind of talking about this before the podcast. I think we can interpret this many ways. This could be that maybe you feel too stressed to work out, or you feel that you have a headache, or you have a lack of energy that day, or you feel sad, or you feel upset, or whatever the case might be, it's just a general feeling of being unwell. So because you feel unwell, because you're stressed all the time, because of that, you have justified that you don't have to go work out as a result of it. So Lex, let's say somebody comes to you, they're just generally stressed, they're busy, they're not feeling the best. What are you going to tell those people? Is that a valid excuse not to go work out? Absolutely. You should probably just go home. Just <laughs> give up. No, no, no. I want you to work out. That's going to help you feel better, more happy endorphins, more the feeling of happiness, the feeling of accomplishment. You're going to feel less stressed if you get in the gym. All your worries are going to go away with a little bit of sweat. Um, you know, that's not science. That's just me uh, in my perception of what's going on here. So, But I've seen people get a lot happier once they finish their workout. They come in stressed about work, about their boss, about their coworker. Uh, they just want to get away from the day. A lot of things happen, and then people come in here, and they're just like, yeah, I needed a good workout. I'm thankful for this place, and I'm thankful for uh, my trainer, and then we're just good. We're, we're good to go now because I feel much better about how things are going. Absolutely. Isn't that the crazy thing that maybe you do feel unwell currently, but if you get in the gym, you get with your trainer, you stick to your program, you're going to feel better. I don't know if anybody here has ever seen all the benefits of exercise. If you just go to Google and just type benefits of regular physical activity, everything gets better when you are physically active and you make healthier choices. Your mood, your sleep, your energy, your resting heart rate, your blood pressure, your BMI, your body fat percentage, everything gets better when you work out and just your general sense of well-being will be better. So if you feel unwell, in the initial stages, it will be a little difficult in the first week or two, but I bet Lex and I would both say that after two, after three weeks, you are going to start feeling better as a result. Yeah, and let's, let's start with getting enough rest, right? Are you getting enough rest to recover from your day? It's all going to start with your amount of sleep you're getting, and can you be efficient with your day? So I think we just take a look at ourselves. Are we doing the right things to start the day? And then you can make the determination of where your stress is actually coming from. And let's just start with getting enough sleep, and then it will, we'll build from there. Yeah, absolutely. I like that for sure. Let's go ahead. We're going to move on to number eight, which is I've got injuries so I can't work out. Ow. Oh, ouch, ouch. 
So this is one that I typically hear frequently. And um, I work in an industry where I have lots of people that will kind of come in, they're inquiring about working out, but they might say things like, well, you know, Brian, I'm recovering from a heart attack. I just had shoulder surgery. I just had knee surgery, uh, whatever the case might be. And they almost use that as kind of a, an excuse or a hesitancy to not begin a program. So Lex, you know, you're a personal trainer. Let's say somebody comes to you, they've got, they just got done with shoulder surgery. They've had three bypass replacements. They've had all these health issues. Um, can they still work out and can they still get good results? Yes, it's just having a, a good Q&A session before you actually get started so the trainer has enough knowledge of what he or she can do with you uh, during this whole process. You can still move. You can still move efficiently. It's just being careful with, you know, your surgery, your post-surgery. Um, my background is in physical therapy, so I have a good understanding of how the body moves and how we can make it better for you. And a lot of trainers have different backgrounds, so just ask the questions you need so you can feel more confident that you're working with the right person. So. Uh, I know in terms of what I do, we move, we progress slowly, we make sure everything's okay, we uh, progress efficiently, make sure that there's no, uh, any more lasting injuries that we're trying to do in the gym. We're trying to make you feel better, and you can get to your goals, and you can be pretty efficient with those goals if you're just doing the right thing. So uh, trust the guidance of the medical professional, trust the guidance of your trainer and your fitness professional, uh, trust that we have the best interest at mind, uh, and we want to see you get even stronger and even healthier. Yeah, and I think the other thing to keep in mind is a lot of times the workouts that are going to be recommended for you by a trainer or a fitness professional, they're going to help your injuries. So if you have some sort of, let's say, a knee injury or some kind of a shoulder injury, if you have a good personal trainer or a good physician or somebody that's advising you, they're going to give you things that are going to help in those areas. Maybe you have some sort of a knee problem, and just by strengthening the muscles around the knee, that's going to make things better. Or maybe you have lower back issues and it's always been bothering you. Well, maybe you see somebody like Lex and he's going to teach you why you're having the lower back issues. Maybe it's your hamstrings that, the, that are the problem and now all of a sudden your back problem is gone. So that's another way to look at it too is even if you have the injuries, working out is going to help with those injuries. M movement is medicine. Have you heard that before? I love that. That's a great phrase. It's movement is medicine. If the doctor tells you that he doesn't want you doing anything for three months just sitting on the bed, I mean, it's, it's not helping the situation. It depends on the severity of the injury, but when it comes to like ankle and knee and lower back and hip, uh, movement is medicine. There's tons of exercises you can do to strengthen those areas up and around the area to make sure that we're, we're, we're targeting in the right place. If it's a knee injury, hell, like Brian was saying, it could be a hip uh, hip injury or hip weaknesses. It could be ankle weaknesses, lack of range of motion, lack of strengthening, these things that we can do to help work, help you work on these things in the gym. And you just have to trust the guidance and trust that we're doing the right thing for you. And uh, we've got your back. We've got your back. I love that. Another thing too, by the way, let's say there's somebody listening right now and you've got a terrible shoulder issue. Let's say your right shoulder is bothering you for some reason. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Does that affect you being able to ride a stationary bike if your shoulder hurts? Or let's say that your shoulder hurts really bad. Does that affect your ability to walk in a pool or to go outside and go for a walk? I bet the answer is no. So just because you might have one particular part of your body that's in pain, sure, we may want to avoid that area initially. 
Or if right now you're not working with a personal trainer and you're working out on your own, maybe you can skip working around the injured area and just focus on things that you can do. Lex said it earlier, just go out for a walk. Walking is amazing. It's a great workout, great for stress release. And even if you're having any other issues in your upper body, it's not going to bother you. And the other thing too, let's say you're having massive knee pain for some reason. Let's say you're waiting on a surgery that's coming up. That doesn't affect your ability to be able to do bicep curls or to do dips or to do chest presses. So you can still do those. Maybe you can do a boxing workout with your upper body. So all we're saying is be creative and work around the injury if there is one there. All good stuff. All good stuff. So number nine, moving on. I travel too much to exercise regularly. I just travel too much, Brian. What do you think? I say hogwash. Here's what I say to that. If you're traveling all the time, and that's a legitimate that's a legitimate challenge, by the way. If you're somebody that's traveling, find a gym at the hotel that you're traveling to. Or let's say you're staying at a hotel that doesn't have a gym. You can still go outside and get a run. You can still go find a hill to run up and down. By the way, did you know that you don't need any equipment to do push-ups or to do crunches or to do any or to do dips on a chair? So that's a crazy excuse right there. I do not buy that excuse whatsoever. So even if you're traveling, you're all over the place, don't worry about it. Find something to do and do it, especially if it's something you can do outside. Russell Wilson was just doing high knees on the plane, wasn't he, on the, on the way to London? That I was means you can do it. Yeah, if Russell Wilson can do it, so can you, everybody. Let that be the inspiration. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. All right, what do you got for number 10, Brian? All right, number 10. This is a really, really good one. And, Lex, I can't wait for your opinion on this one. I'm too old and unfit to start working out. Brian, if I was 20 years younger, I'd be in the gym just like you. I'd be lifting weights. But listen, I'm, I'm 60 years old now. I'm past my prime. I don't do that weightlifting workout stuff. Lex, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> I say, why don't you go ahead and meet Ro? Did you listen to episode one of our podcast? Meet Ro. She's in mid-70s, great attitude, doesn't always have the best uh, focus and outlook on exercise, but you know what? She still comes and she still shows up because she knows the benefit of exercise. She wants to be around a long time for her son, and she knows that by doing this, she has a better chance of living a healthier, better, more efficient life by being stronger for her son. So that was her reason if you didn't go back to that episode one. Um, that refers back to you just start whenever you can. doesn't matter how old you are as long as you're walking, making an attempt at lifting weights, doing things that are going to make uh, a better life for you so you can have, live the best of your life, the, the, live the rest of your life, the best of your life. That's what we want to accomplish here. So it doesn't matter if you're in your 50s, your 60s, 70s, 80s, just get started. And my father, who's in his uh, late 60s, um, had a diagnosis at the doctor that he did not like, went home, decided that he was going to make a change. And you know what? For him, that's what mattered. For him, that's what he needed to get his, his butt kicked a little bit and get back in the gym. And he lost 25 pounds in 60 days. And he's no longer worried about that diagnosis because he knows from that moment forward that he wasn't going to let himself get down on himself like that or get some news from the doctor that he didn't like. So, he went, he made a decision, and now he's living healthier as can be, 25 pounds off, and that's all it took for him. And sometimes that's what you need. They need a good kick in the butt, and he didn't matter his age. It didn't matter. There was nothing stopping him, and he just went out and did it. 
That's what I want you to do. Just do it. So yes, there's never too old, never too late to get started. So I encourage you now, if you're listening here and you're you're feeling like it, you're just way too old, that that's just it, it, it's blasphemy. Just get started. So wonderful list, awesome topic today. We had a lot of fun talking about these things, and we have so much more to talk about. So don't you even think about turning that dial. Don't you even think about unfollowing. Keep following. Keep getting us excited about the next episode because we got a lot more in store for you. Ain't that right, Brian? That is the truth. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And by the way, I know everybody's probably becoming a big fan of Lex. I'm sure he's going to have autographed <laughs> pictures available pretty soon. He'll be doing 8 by 10 So all the super fans out there, if you want an autographed picture, we'll, we'll get on that for you. Don't worry. Brian's single. Oh, wow. He just had to throw <laughs> that out there. Ladies, Brian's single. All right, I'm on the market, Get his Instagram and, uh, you know, email him or something. By the way, Lex, if anybody has any additional questions or anything about fitness, health, where can they find you? Uh, Lex.Hadamio on Instagram, uh, Lex.Hadamio on Twitter. I'm on Facebook as well, uh, Lex.Hadamio. So Facebook.com forward slash Lex.Hadamio. And you, Brian? Yep, I am at BrewerBrian25. So if you have any questions about fitness, health, anything about the fitness industry, reach out to us. If there's a topic you want us to discuss on the podcast, we'd love to hear it. And we very much appreciate you tuning in every single week. Thank you.